someone in Atlanta has to score a touchdown. It might as well be the Braves. Ooh, brother, the cream rises to the top. If you call it March Madness and have that stuff going on, man, what we almost had go down in Ohio tonight was November nuttiness. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. Uh, today, we are two of the three blind mice, and of course, by mice, we mean referees in this instance. Uh, actually, uh, based on what happened in the Cincinnati game, I might be the deaf mouse, and you can be the blind mouse. How does that sound, Justin? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the theme of today's episode, uh, for anyone who watched the NFL playoffs this last weekend, the wild card round is going to be referees in sports. Uh, the long dreaded referee episode, every sports fan of every sport has their opinion on referees or officials in some capacity or another. Um, it's never a good thing when refs are the top storyline and yet they were after the wild card round. So, uh, Justin, if you want to enlighten the people a little bit on uh, pick one of your ref blunders from this weekend and just go at it. I think the biggest one I'd like to talk about personally is the Cowboys game uh, with. Which is kind of a two parter. I, I watched some videos on it and. When I was watching, I was like, oh, my gosh, that ref's an idiot. So at the very end of the game, it came down. The Cowboys had a chance to win uh, on the second to the last well, the last real play of the game, I guess. Dak Prescott uh, had a quarterback draw, ran up the middle of the field, which seems like a strange play call first off, I want to point out, because, like, you have, like, 15 seconds left. Why wouldn't you go for, like, a... Yeah, and no timeouts. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the, he ran and puts the ball down, gives it to his center, which... I guess, I, I don't know. I, I guess I hadn't paid that close of attention. Apparently, that's a no-no. You're that's supposed it. to always give it to the, the ump. Yep. And he's supposed to spot the ball. But the the ump, the guy that's supposed to spot the ball, was like 30 yards downfield, like away from the play. So um, he's running up to spot the ball, and the Cowboys line is formed because they want to be like on the ball as soon as they can. And I, I saw some people that were like, yeah, they should have spread out more to let him through. Um, I don't fault the Cowboys for that. I think, you know, they did the right thing, getting in formation so that they could, you know, be as quick as possible. Cause I, I'm sure too, like their minds are just racing like a mile a minute. Like, okay, we got to get this playoff. If we even want to have a chance. Um, but he pushes through and, you know, spots the ball goes a snap game's over. Uh, they didn't, they couldn't get it off in time. I, there's so much wrong with that situation. Um, and I saw on the Pat McAfee show, a Cowboys fan called in and he was like, the, the refs absolutely were dog crap, but don't get me wrong. The Cowboys deserve to lose. We played like crap, but oh my gosh. What a yeah. what a blunder! What a yeah! So what a bad look. Also, in in that sorry, I, I found oh. out I thought the rest were like full time employees of the NFL. Apparently, they're like just people that do this as a hobby. Yeah, no, a lot of these I had guys no have, idea that that was the case. A lot of these guys have regular jobs outside of uh, being refs in the NFL. 
Um, it's also interesting how the NFL does like their referee crew assignments for the playoffs. So uh, to my understanding, uh, a crew that's been together all season um, will do this. Crews will be assigned to do the wild card games uh, based on their performance throughout the season. So the six best um, rated crews will do the wild card round. But then mm-hmm. after that, I think, think is what happens or at least it used to be this way is they will split the crews up into the best individuals to form like uh makeshift crews for the rest of the playoffs um and then for the super bowl uh that's picked uh i think pretty well in advance on who does that but anyway uh-huh. uh yeah the, the refing in the nfl is really interesting because yeah these guys uh, do have other jobs they are not full-time employees for the most part in the NFL, which is crazy. And it shows sometimes. Um, but yeah. the, the situation in Dallas that went down um, this weekend and I'll let's just get this out of the way first uh, for the few listeners on air that want to hear this. I was wrong last week. I uh, said the Cowboys were going to dominate the 49ers. I was stupid for saying that um, for most of the game. It was honestly the opposite. It really was. And I was honestly (laughs) kind of surprised. Um, But anyway, the end of the game, the craziness that you just described, um, there's a lot of blame to go around. Uh, Starting with the official, uh, what are you doing 30 yards away from where the play is going to be? The most important play of the game coming up. Um, That's an oopsie on his part for sure. Uh, but this is something that you and I both always kind of mention when referees get talked about. Uh, the Cowboys had themselves in a position where a ref blunder cost made the difference, you know, play better yeah. early on and that won't be a problem. And you wouldn't find yourself in that spot. Uh, the play before I'm glad you mentioned it too. Dak running a quarterback draw up the gut, no timeouts with under 30 seconds to go. Um, what are you doing, man? Like, Dak Prescott gets so much money to be, you know, the face of the franchise. Well, and I I don't necessarily know that that was Dak's just decision. Like, as far as we know, Mike McCarthy could have just called that. Like, hey, he wants you to run up the middle. It's okay. He's an analytics guy, so who knows? (laughs) It could be McCarthy's fault. It could be Kellen Moore's fault, the offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. Uh, But regardless someone on Dallas is to blame for that and getting it down to that point too. Like it should have never come down to that. Um, And like you said, uh, flat out the 49ers dominated for most of that game. They were the better team on Sunday and they deserved to win. And so the team that deserved to win did win. Unfortunately uh, you know, it's all kind of gets overshadowed by that officiating mistake, but I mean, I don't know. It reminds me of when we had this talk, whenever it was about that uh, NFC championship a few years ago, where uh, the Rams and the saints and the, the no call on the pass interference that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, opened the, the classic. Door. Yeah. That opened the door for the Rams to win. Like, yes, it was a blown call. Um, the officials admitted it later. Everyone could see it, but uh, if you're the saints, if you would have played better early on, you wouldn't have been in that position where it would have made the difference. So it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a two-sided point for me. Um, but yeah, it was some craziness in Dallas. And then uh, the other officiating blunder from the weekend in the NFL, 
the Cincinnati Vegas game. Did you see that? Um, I did the uh the whistle, the phantom whistle. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so for fans that don't know that one, um, it was about I think it was in the second quarter of that game. Uh, anyway, Joe Burrow scrambling out, and he's rolling to his right and he he's almost out of bounds like as close to out of bounds as you can be and he lets it fly to the end zone um ball's caught for a touchdown but after he let the ball go while it's in flight a whistle was blown somewhere and what should have happened is the referee should have stopped the play should have been a no play regardless of the outcome it should have been a redo uh but it wasn't. They let it go. They let the touchdown stand. They even reviewed the play. Every scoring play is reviewed in the NFL, and it still stood. And so, again, the Bengals won the game by a touchdown. Did that make the difference? I don't think so because it happened so early on and because the Bengals were the better team against Vegas. Um, it wasn't as big of a screw-up, I don't think, as what happened in Dallas, but it was still something that was talked about. And those crews that I was mentioning earlier, that was Jerome Boger's crew. Um, and he's a longtime NFL official. And it, it sounds mm-hmm. like he is not – any of his crew is done in the playoffs now. Yeah, that's – I saw that it was – the NFL's like, okay, the entire crew is done in the playoffs. Yeah, which is uh, – I to the best of my knowledge, I don't remember that happening before in the NFL in my lifetime. Maybe it has and it just hasn't been a – big deal that's been talked about but that that definitely stood out to me so i'd be interested yeah, to that, see that's big yeah what the nfl would have to say about uh the crew in dallas um because that was obviously costly but it like i said there's a lot more that went into it uh than just the ref screwing it up the de- uh, the cowboys did not make it easy on themselves either true 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 um yeah, I, it's man, and like I feel like the refing has just gotten worse and worse over these past few years, and I don't know what is the solution here. I feel like the players have gotta, the NFLPA has gotta do something. They've gotta step it in, you know, make a stand or say something. Okay, well, I think it starts with uh, these officials need to be full time employees of the NFL. There's I no, agree. there's no reason that they can't be. With the amount of money the NFL makes uh, on an annual basis, they could absolutely make these guys full-time employees. So that needs to uh, be the first step, I think. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, make them full-time employees. Make them, like, really have a stake in it then. You know, like, if we screw up, oh, man, it's our job. Now it's like, oh, it's just our hobby. It doesn't matter. Right. That's just – that is insane to me that it's not their full-time job. I I – I had always thought, I guess I shouldn't assume things like that, but. Well, and the crazy thing is like way back in the day in the NFL, like in the sixties and stuff, that's how the players were too. Like they had normal jobs in the off season. Like they didn't make near the money they make today. Inflation aside. um, Well, I know even going into like the nineties, like they they didn't make all that much. money. If you weren't like a superstar player, like you made maybe above above average for you know most americans at the time but yeah Mm -hmm. it's insane um and the amount of money that the nfl makes anymore is just (laughs) absurd so uh they've got to make these guys full-time i mean we remember uh back in like 
10 years ago with the whole uh, officiating lockout, the ref lockout. Oh, yeah. Replacement refs and all that stuff. I mean, it was people thought that was bad and it was bad. Like, but this is, you know, to have this stuff happening in the playoffs, um, it's it can't happen. It's, it's an embarrassment. Um, I'm going to be interested to hear what happens in the offseason because I, I feel like the NFL has to address it. Yeah, they, no they doubt. have to. I mean, we saw a couple of years ago with that Saints Rams thing, like we were just mentioning in the NFC Championship. Uh, after that, they made pass interference a reviewable play for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was egregious enough where it prompted immediate change. Uh, so, you know, it, it, we just went through one round of the playoffs. Like, there are still, uh, you know, seven more NFL playoff games, including the Super Bowl, where stuff can go wrong. And can you imagine if something like this happens in the Super Bowl? If something like what happened in Dallas happened in the Super Bowl, um, oh my goodness, like Dallas would be on fire, burning down from rioting. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm surprised it's not burning right now. Uh, there's some Cowboys fans out there who are pretty beside themselves. And I think that just goes uh, along with the fact that Dallas uh, consistently chokes in the playoffs and they have since the 90s. Yeah. So um, I think you mix all that together and you've got some pretty depressed people down there at big D, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it was kind of a wild weekend as far as officiating goes. And then you had your own ref story. You were telling me the other night. Um, yeah. Um, so to get in a little bit of that, this, this past weekend here at the school I teach at, we had uh, a game and, I guess to keep it short, it's some of the worst wrapping I've ever seen. And granted, you know, these are guys that, or these are ladies and gentlemen that do it at a high school level. It's by no means at a yeah. professional level. Like and that was a is. basketball game, right? A basketball game, correct. And so they ref the JV and then both our varsity games. Um, But horrendous calls. The game, our varsity boys game was like a one-point game almost the entire time. And it came down. We were up by two at the end of the game. We ended up losing the, the kid shot a shot, a shot. It got counted for three points, but what happened is prior to shooting, he traveled in and came inside the three point line shot. So it should have been a, 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 you know, penalty or not a penalty, but a A travel call, (laughs) a travel call. And, B shouldn't have been shouldn't have been three points. Lost this game there. Um, and prior to that in the game, like one of the most egregious um charges I've ever seen happened to one of our players, and it was the the refs did not make a call. It it blew my mind. So one of your players got knocked down, like should have been yeah. called. Uh, um, and he was pissed because it was. A, a very plain like yeah like it should have been like a no-brainer call wasn't called um and the kid that it happened to i think justifiably was very upset and he spiked the ball against the ground and got a technical because of it yeah. but it, it was ridiculous yeah. Um, and those and no it, calls are almost tougher than like the wrong call because yeah, no calls, what you can't do anything about it after the fact. Yeah. Um, and in high school, it's different. Like they don't review things hardly at all. I mean, no, no. 
but yeah, that's, uh, oh, that's rough. I mean, I remember back in the high school days when uh, going to basketball games and football games for that matter, where, you know, you, the refs are not, the refs are average Joes like you and me at that level for sure. And it shows sometimes, unfortunately, and yeah, I don't know, like just in general in sports, it's never a good thing. Like I said, when officials are the main talk after a game and uh, kind of taking it back to the Dallas thing. Um, did you see all the stuff? I mean, the fans throwing garbage at the officials. I, I did. Yeah. And, that's, and then um... Dak like commending them for it. Like, ugh, that's a bad look. I agree that I, and I, I think I kind of understand, like, I, I understand. I don't agree with it, but like, obviously Dak's just coming off right off the game. I'm sh- emotions oh, yeah. are, I'm sure super high. He's frustrated. Like no doubt. Yeah, exactly. Um, doesn't make it right. Obviously. Yeah. And I, I, I hope he, you know, repents isn't necessarily the right word, but you know, comes out and says, him. you know, I was wrong or, you know, something <laughs> like yeah, that. Correct. You know, cause I don't know. It was an ugly scene uh, in Jerry world on Sunday. And I don't know, it's going to be talked about for a while, unless something even more egregious happens uh, this weekend or the following weekends. Uh, and that's always a possibility. Yeah, man. And the games are only getting bigger from here on out. So uh, more eyes are going to be on it. And I think that's maybe some of the reason uh, we're talking about these examples and not any examples from throughout the season, because everyone watches the playoffs and it's, of course, it's going to get talked about more when officials do something like this in the playoffs. So I don't know, but yeah, it is a possibility. And uh, man, with the way things have gone, it's a pretty strong possibility, I think. Uh, because you're going to have games that are close now. Like most of the games from here on out, I don't see being blowouts. So you're going to have teams that are neck and neck right at the end where the littlest thing can and probably will make a difference in the game. And you just hope that thing is not the official. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how everything goes. And I, yeah, I just, I, the 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 playoffs continue to be just an extension of this meme season though my word true true but hey uh you know who didn't need the refs uh your boys the bucks handled the eagles that was a good win that was, yeah it was a very good win um and i kind of want to look back and what i said before i don't think jalen hurts was the answer there or like he he doesn't have the development man our defense is really banged up i I was on the record. I was pretty nervous about them going in and they made Jalen Hurts look somewhat foolish. Yeah. I thought the Eagles would put up more of a fight than they did, honestly. Um, and then what do you think of the Rams? Cause all of a sudden I, you're welcoming the Rams in for the divisional round. Yeah. The Rams scare me. They should. They handled us earlier this year. And I, they handled I, the Cardinals I, on Monday, also. Yeah, they did. Yes, that that's a pick that aged well. Ah, uh, right. Oof, my two bad picks of the weekend: the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Yeah, but I mean, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. 
And then their team just... Oh, the card. That's right. You did at one point. I remember talking about that. Oof. Well, you know, uh, the playoffs make uh, very clear very quickly who's pretenders and who's not. And That's very true. I think the Cardinals were just a classic case of uh, inexperienced, and it showed in a big way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I... Man, yeah, I hope they bounce back. Uh, I think otherwise, if they don't, Cliff Kingsbury might be in uh, some really hot water. Yeah, I think he's fine for now. But another year, if they miss the playoffs or if they have a first-round exit that ugly again, uh, he could be in some hot water. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so I, I don't know. I think I – think, I really think all the games this weekend are going to be good, but your game with the Rams is really hard to pick for me. Uh because you are at home. Um, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and he is a different beast in the playoffs. Yeah, but, that's a that's a thing, too. Like, playoffs is different than anything else. Yeah, man. And oftentimes when you see a team twice in a season, um, like you said, the Rams took care of you pretty good earlier this year. But it can be – the flip – the script can totally flip in the playoffs. So, uh I don't know. I, I think push comes to shove. I will still pick your boys in that one. Um, yeah, got... I mean, I'm obviously going to roll with my boys, too. It's just, man, it the the Rams are just scary. They are. Their defense is uh, frightening. <laughs> it's monstrous. Um, I'm, I think in the other NFC game, I'm rolling with Green Bay over the 49ers. Um, I think that it could be an interesting game. But if weather becomes a factor, uh, the 49ers are at a disadvantage big time. Um, And I know they played well in Dallas, uh, well enough to win, although they did kind of let the Cowboys come back at the end. I just think Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers is too too powerful on offense for the 49ers right now. So uh, I expect a decent game, but I think that it's going to – if any game in this second round is going to be a blowout, I think it's that one. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's uh that's fair. Um Yeah, that's I don't know. I I look at the the 49ers and the the Green Bay game. I think it's going to be a good game. And the the 49ers the biggest thing about them is if they play up to their potential, they're a really really good team. Um and I think they're well coached. Uh, I think they got a lot of talent, but man, that Green Bay team is just so consistent. Yeah, I mean um, they're they're the big dogs right now. True. Uh yeah, I think I'm gonna get roll with Green Bay in that. I'm obviously picking my boys. So that would um, be a rematch of the NFC Championship last year. That's true. It would be. Uh, interesting, interesting stuff. The AFC is the one I'm almost more excited for, to be honest with you, though. Uh, let's yeah. talk about briefly that Chiefs, Ram or Chiefs, uh, yeah. not Rams, <laughs> Bills. They play just as good as the Rams, if not better. That's why I got confused. Uh, the Chiefs, Bills, though, that's going to be uh, a banger of a game. And I think, I think the Bills are the team to beat right now in the AFC. If they played like they played against New England last week, Holy cow. No one's stopping them. Yeah, no kidding. Because uh, what was it? Like the Bills scored a touchdown on every drive? Yep, except the last one where they knelt it down. 
that the perfect game in the NFL. It's the first time that's ever happened. That is just insane. Yeah, they they handed it to New England in a way I didn't think they would. That I don't think either of us really thought they would, honestly. No, definitely not. Um, I thought that game was gonna be a lot, lot closer. I'm, yeah, obviously, like I said, I'm I'm a little shocked. Um, I'm just not used to seeing Belichick get thumped like that in the playoffs. No. And Belichick's not used to it either. Did you no. see his post-game conference? He's like, we played like crap. They played good. They deserve to win. I did not see that, but that sounds pretty on brand. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, not a happy camper. Yeah, and then, you know, you pair that with the fact that the Chiefs kind of struggled with the Steelers for at least the start of that game last week. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game in Kansas City, but I think the Josh Allen and the boys are going to get revenge from last year, and I think they're coming out on top. I hope so, man. I I, I got burned out on the whole Chiefs thing real quick. Yeah, I, uh, like, I, was I, just I like Patrick that. Mahomes, but, man, he is – I I could do with seeing another. I mean, I could do with seeing another another team and quarterback. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've been in the Super Bowl two years in a row now. You know, we were afraid yeah, of true. this. We were afraid of this after they beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Is this the next AFC dynasty? Is this the next Patriots? Uh, you know, dynasties aren't fun for anybody unless you're a fan of a team. So. I agree with you, man. I would like to see, uh, honestly, either of the three teams that isn't Kansas City get to the Super Bowl this year from the AFC side. But I think Buffalo is the team to beat right now on that side because, woof, they stuck it to New England. Yeah. Man, yeah. I I still have my doubts about their longevity just because it's just the Josh Allen show. Yeah. Which... Yeah, I mean, that only will get them so far. But, I mean, right now, Josh Allen's been pretty unstoppable. Uh, obviously, as you get deeper in the playoffs, you're going to need more than just your quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Bills and their defense looked pretty good the other night, too. I mean, they they, they really uh, left mac and cheese out to dry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a big way so and then the other afc game the one i'm probably most intrigued for is uh tennessee the one seed hosting cincinnati uh who just got their first playoff win in 31 years uh that game really uh i don't know because i i can see cincinnati winning that game but is derrick henry going to be back there's been some rumblings you know he's back in practice he's back in pads um, if he's playing, the Bengals are going to have their hands full. And I know they got Joey B, cool Joe, but uh, cool Joe indeed. But uh, man, if, if Henry's out there, ooh, that's a tall task. So I don't know. I think, I think I'm going to pick the Titans uh, just because they are the one seed. They are at home. Uh, they have a very talented team around them, but I'll go on record saying right now, if the Bengals win, I won't be surprised in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. This is going to be a, a game to watch. I am going to go with the Bengals, though. I okay. think even if they have Derrick Henry, the Bengals just have a more potent offense. Um, You got Joe Burrow, who is, I think, better than Ryan Tannehill. 
they have Derrick Henry, who is better than, uh, you know, Joe Mixon. But then they have Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase has burst into the league this year in a big way. Yeah, so the individual match and the matchups in this game are interesting. Like you said, quarterback-wise, the Bengals have the edge. Uh, I think most people would agree with that. Uh, uh, running back-wise, you give it to Tennessee if they have Henry. But then the receiving core, uh, you know, you're, you're pretty even, I'd say, all things considered with um, Chase, as you mentioned. Uh, he's just been a monster. So maybe this comes down to coaching. And if this does, I think the Titans have an advantage in that coach department with Vrabel. Um, but you never know. I mean, this, this is two – these are two very different teams, like with different styles, but uh, – I think, I think that this one could be one of those games that comes right down to the end. Like who has the ball last? And yeah, Joe, I, very similar to how the 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 previous game, the Raiders yeah. Bengals game went. Yeah, I mean they had to hold them at the goal line on fourth down. So, yep. yeah, it could be another one of those games. And then if Henry doesn't play, I would probably lean Bengals in this one. Um, yeah, I I think if Henry doesn't play, I I definitely pick Bengals. I, I'm picking Bengals either way, but like, and the wild thing is no matter what happens in this game, you're either going to have the Tennessee Titans hosting the AFC championship, or you're going to have the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC championship. And both of yeah. those things are weird to say. Yeah. True. True. Uh, it's uh, it's exciting though. And fresh blood, fresh blood. And that's what we like to see. We do it. Otherwise it gets really, really stale. It gets boring. It gets boring for sure. Um, but I don't know. I think we are definitely down to the eight best teams left. Um, I think the games are going to be great this weekend. Let's hope the refs don't uh, make themselves known in a big way again. Yeah, no kidding. Um, if we can get through this week without that, I think we're in a really good spot. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. Uh, I think it's almost time for shout outs and call outs. If, uh, if you have any, I mean, we've talked about the refs all, all, all podcasts. I mean, I think they're obviously the shout out here, the um, shout out or the call out or the call out. Excuse uh, me. Excuse me. I was like, Oh man, what refs are you shouting out? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not shouting out any of them. Um, I think they're the obvious call out, although I will extend that to then the, uh, just the Cowboys, game in general for the Cowboys and those refs because along with that again like that game is just such a cluster (laughs) did you see uh the receiver that couldn't catch the ball the Cowboys receiver that couldn't catch the ball because the sun was in his eyes oh yeah we didn't even talk about that oh man I know that's that's like way to go that's you 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 played yourself good job Dallas you built a stadium that uh that, that players are having a problem that only baseball players should have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did see that. That was wild. Uh, a lot of weird ugliness in Dallas this weekend, but when you look back and think about it, what more would you expect from a Cowboys playoff game? I don't know. <laughs> right. It was pretty on brand. It was very on brand. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last time I ever have that kind of faith in Dallas going into a playoff game. Uh, Oh, you can listen back last week, listeners, if you don't know what I'm referencing here. But I was pretty adamant that Dallas was going to win it in a big way. And, oh, 
Aged like milk. <laughs> Aged like milk in July. Yep. Uh, so who's your shout out this week? Boy, howdy, it's the Bengals. Because the last time they won they, a playoff game, it was against the, the, the Oilers. A team that no longer exists. Yeah. It was, what was the other thing? Is like It was before texting was invented. Yeah, so until this weekend, no one had ever sent a text message about a Bengals playoff win. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. I was going to shout out the Bengals too, but to not be the same, I will shout out the Buffalo Bills because, uh, well, their win maybe was not as historic in terms of uh, the drought ending the Bengals had. Um, their win was probably the most impressive of the whole weekend, I think. So shout out to the Bills, shout out to Josh Allen, shout out to Sean McDermott and company. Uh, they're, they're rolling right now. So uh, big props to Buffalo. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia indeed. Yes, sir. I feel like we have to break a table for every playoff when they get here. <laughs> uh, that would get expensive, I think. I was going to say, I don't know if uh, – financially that's the best move <laughs> if someone wants to sponsor us in that case yeah if you want to break a table on our behalf uh for bill's mafia by all means do it and send us a video <laughs> but uh yeah and then i don't have a call out really outside of the officials i mean this kind of whole episode was a call out of the refs so yeah. uh no call outs for me this week um but I think that's going to about do it. So uh, let's wrap up this bad boy. Thank you all for listening wherever you listen from, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the can on a string. Uh, we appreciate you tuning into us every week and hearing what we have to say, um, going along with our ramblings and bearing with us. <laughs> we do like to ramble, don't we? We do. We kind of get off track sometimes we're kind of like that official in the dallas game we're 30 yards downfield while all the actions happening <laughs> elsewhere uh but you guys stick around and we appreciate it so yeah, uh thank you thank be, you be sure to check us out on twitter or instagram at the expansion bu1 same handle for both and until then i've been jared that's been justin and never forget party like it's 1976